This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Now I'd like to talk about one of the oddest things I have seen during this very odd time we are all going through. Litter. Lots of it, though there are far fewer people out. And it's things we should definitely not be leaving around or littering, like used masks and gloves, just casually thrown on the ground in parking lots and elsewhere. What is that? Also, we're seeing a lot more packaging, often on things that we used to buy from a bulk bin just a few months ago, like vegetables, your green beans. Uh, like to hear from you, uh, eventually, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. All of this has prompted Ontario's Environment Minister to start Organizing Litter Cleanup Days. Minister Jeff Yurick is on the line. Hello, Minister Yurick. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Good afternoon. So what made you decide that we need litter cleanup action? Well, part of our government's environmental plan was to uh, have a focus on cleaning up litter uh, from our communities and in our uh, environmental areas uh, in order to keep it beautiful, but also to... uh, uh, decrease uh, the negative effects that uh, litter has in our communities. Um, you know, you can look at there's over 10,000 tons of plastic each year ends up in our lakes and rivers. And uh, a, a lot of uh, the litter, if it's left to decompose, uh, increased amount of CO2 are released into the atmosphere, which is detrimental to our, our, our fight against uh, climate change. Now, what's your reaction? I have to say, you know, sometimes I just can't believe it. I, I can't believe that anyone, after getting all the warnings and all the precautions we're, ta- we're taking, would just take a mask or or those disposable gloves and, and just throw them on the ground. I mean, what's what's your reaction when you see that? Well, I, I think it's it's very disheartening to to see that in our communities. I mean, there's there's numerous reasons why you wouldn't want to do that. Number one is uh, those masks are are, are in those gloves are not going to degrade very much on their own. It's going to pollute our environment, uh, hazardous to our wildlife, uh, hazardous to degrade. But the second thing we got to look at is if the virus, COVID virus, is actually uh, on those those materials, there's a chance that you could transmit that to another individual who might come along and pick that up. So one of our key messages during this, this litter day, which we're going to have every second Tuesday of May uh, ongoing uh, to kind of invigorate people to look after and take personal responsibility in their communities and be a little environmental at home, is make sure those gloves and masks that you're using to protect yourself are, are thrown in the trash so that you can protect others that are going to end up walking by your discarded waste. Yeah, and actually those masks don't so much protect ourselves as other people from us. Uh, so what's the point if you're going to throw it on the ground? Oh, exactly. I, I think I think we people just need to take a second choice. I, I think, uh, unfortunately, uh, we take for granted that uh, waste gets uh, disappears from our eyes from time to time, but it really sticks out at the end of a winter season when you look along our roadways and see that. And, and as you said earlier, in parking lots, uh, uh, discarded gloves and masks, and I, I just don't know why people wouldn't take the extra step and throw that in the bin and 
protect others. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking at the suggestions in your press release, and, and I don't I don't know how uh, relevant some of them are. You're talking about choosing products with less packaging. Now, one of the things I've noticed, and in my own um, attempts, you know, just when you're making headway of trying to do that, now everything is packaged. It's much more packaged in order to be safe. So, you know, where I used to pick out my green beans, I can't do that anymore at the supermarket. And, and it is like that for just about every product you can think of. And if you, you know, were getting something bespoke that, you know, somebody might cut for you uh, in a shop, uh, that's not happening anymore. Yeah, I mean that that's kind of the the transition we're we're looking at uh uh with regards to packaging. I know uh that that's the balance. That's why I you know it'd be hard to have a complete uh plastic ban in our communities when when you know health health risks arise. Uh but you know we're we're looking at uh, trying to reduce packaging overall and and there are items outside of food that uh, you mean you can you can look at reducing your your pick of of, of packaging. Uh, we're moving as a government to change our recycling program, where the producer now is going to be paying for the system, which will incentivize them to come up with newer ways of packaging, and and hopefully they come up with packaging uh, uh, that is biodegradable or friendlier to the environment. So that's the long term goals. But the short term goals is you know do, look after yourself, look after your health, but. Uh, when you have the opportunity, uh, try try to select items that uh, have, have less packaging. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that I, I don't know if you have, th- it, it is much more difficult now. It just doesn't happen. Uh, and uh, there is another of your pieces of advice. I'm, I'm chuckling. It says, becoming experts in what goes in the green bin and blue box. I know that in our household, and, uh, you know, my husband consults the waste wiz- wizard. He's a very educated guy, but it, it's kind of, you know, I say, does this go in the blue bin? And it's, you know, how should I know? It's it's very difficult. <laughs> Is there any way to make it easier to figure that out? Yeah, I mean, right now we're doing a consultation process. We're, the government is going to standardize what goes in a blue box and what goes in a green bin. So no matter where you live in the province, uh, you'll know what to do. Because, I mean, living in the GTA, uh, depending if you're uh, in Mississauga or downtown Toronto, there's different items going in different boxes. So we're going to standardize that to make it uh, easier for folks to follow that, but in the meantime, you know, consult your local municipal websites to see what goes into your blue and green box as best as possible. Because if you if you do put the wrong thing in your blue box, that could contaminate the entire box, and and it all goes to a landfill instead of recycling. So, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that. It's just uh, it's uh, it's pretty confusing. Uh, sometimes I'm thinking you you need a PhD in blue box to figure it out. <laughs> Well, we're going to hopefully make it simpler in the next uh, few years as we finish up this uh, this consultation and get those lists out to folks uh, to, to standardize things. Okay, well, I, I, I've i got some people here who um, apparently are, are already on your uh, your litter initiative. So uh, let's hear from Norm in Niagara Falls. Hi, Norm. Hello, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I want to simply say that I've been proactive regarding litter. Uh, I was out yesterday, not around my home, but I know there are areas of my neighborhood where litter has been sitting. Uh, Okay, like maybe the odd mask and the odd pair of gloves are there, but as it is now, I have the... uh, I have the means to do something about it. By that, I mean I've got, you know, like a 
a wagon and I've got uh, one of those, uh, you know, those pickers, those reachers. So I've been picking up the litter and I've been bringing it back to my home and I've been sorting it into uh, the green and the blue boxes and uh, my trash day is next Tuesday and uh, I'm not all done. There are still places to do, but uh, I'm just uh, taking care of the eyesores. Nope. I don't enjoy it. Norm, you're a good Samaritan. Thanks for telling us about it. Appreciate that. So is uh, uh, Minister Urich, are you just trying to get more communities? Uh, I know that uh, on my little street and association, we also have cleaning up days usually in May. Yeah, we're going to try to get more uh, more support uh, uh, throughout all of Ontario and, and, and involve our education system as well to promote uh, so we can teach at a young age the importance of, of keeping your communities clean. Uh, I think we need more norms out there in our communities uh, uh, looking after and keeping things clean. Um, and we are going to uh, have another litter day pickup in October of this year during Waste Reduction Week. We're hoping uh, we've reached a stage in our in our pandemic where we're, we're very much uh, on later stages where more people can get out and, and help clean up the environment. Okay, uh, Bill in Toronto, you also uh, have a good Samaritan story. Hi, Bill. Hi. Uh, first of all, the uh, plastics in the river and the ocean got nothing to do with people. It's got to do with the failures of governments and how they dispose of our plastics. But anyways, Stan Wadlow Park, and I walk my dog. I'm down in uh, Taylor Creek with my dog right now. There's a woman there about a week ago, and she's got a... a a plastic garbage ba- or a shopping bag, and she's got a pair of barbecue tongs, and she's picking up all the garbage. And I asked her, I said, really, is that what you're doing? She said, yeah. She said, I'm going to make the world a better place. She had a deal with her daughter. They were both going to do it while her daughter bailed. But she was down there doing it, you know, and I tip my hat to her. We all do. Yeah, we need more people like that. You betcha. Bill, thanks for telling us about it. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, we need more more people like that. Uh, and uh, it, it would probably be better if uh, all those people doing the litter would maybe take responsibility for their own stuff. Well, that's, that's the key, is, is people being responsible and, and putting litter where it belongs in, in either the garbage or the blue box or the green bin. And, and I, you know, just all the folks out there doing it, I just want to say thank you very much for looking after your communities and just make sure to take those special precautions uh, to protect yourself from uh, uh, the pandemic and make sure you're, you're, you're sanitizing your hands, keeping social distance, and making sure if you do touch anything, um, get, get home and wash up your hands as soon as you can and don't touch your face. Well, that is a very good reminder. Um, let's take a last one from Case and Caledon. Hi, Case. Hi, good afternoon, Libby. Uh, yeah, I live on a rural road up in Caledon, and uh, literally, <laughs> no pun intended, I am finding some weird things that have been tossed into the ditch. Uh, even the flat screen TV, uh, old tires, uh, you name it, and people will come out of an area here where there's no houses and literally just throw that out of their car. And, of course, we also know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but one of the biggest polluters is the uh, the coffee place with the red cup. <laughs> uh, people like to uh, take that out, and by the time they get up here where I am, it goes out the window because they're finished their drink and beer cans and whiskey bottles, people are drinking in their cars. So I'm just appalled at what I see, and I have cleaned up a lot of the stuff myself, like the previous people are talking about. 
and uh, sorted into my own garbage for pickup. But I can't understand why the town of Calvin doesn't put some people to work to pick this stuff up uh, when we have mass unemployment. And you can certainly keep your spacing out here. That's uh, another good question. Uh, most municipalities actually have people on staff whose job it is to do that. But Case also, again, thank you for your being a, a good Samaritan. And uh, uh, people, uh, you know, you like to drink Tim Hortons, but there are better places for the cups after you finish. Case, uh, thanks so much for your call. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Minister Jeff Urich, what would you like to leave us with on all of this? Well, I, I want to thank those out there in the community who are, are picking up litter and, and putting them in the right place. And just uh, to those out there, you know, it's the first step uh, improving the environment in this province is looking after your own little area in town. And I encourage everyone to safely get out and pick up litter and, and, and not just look at it as a springtime event. Continue it all through summer and fall and winter makes it a little harder, but do it your best you can to, to learn the rules of recycling and, and uh and organic waste and garbage and make sure we do our part to, to keep environment clean. Okay. Jeff Urich, Minister of the Environment. Thank you, Environment, Conservation and Parks. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, so uh, just a reminder for everybody, Free For All Friday is coming up tomorrow. If you want to talk to us about litter or anything else, uh, tomorrow is the time to do that. Uh, we had a couple of things that nobody's really thought about uh, today. Um, we had uh, the issue of criminals being released from jail, released, uh, you know, until they reoffend because of the coronavirus. Uh, I bet that a lot of people will have more to say about that tomorrow on Free For All Friday. And that is all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.